Let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor this half hour. It's Built Bar. Uh, you know what's better than working out? The list is way too long. I've got 60 seconds. Everything is better than working out. Built Bar is really great. I have a very big sweet tooth, and I've got to have something sweet, and it's got to taste good. It can't. I can't stand the fakey chemical kind of treats. Built Bar is a protein bar. It's got about two to four carbs in it uh, and about 130 calories. I've lost about 12 or 15 pounds, and it's part of this is because Built Bar. I would never be able to I just I have to have something sweet. I'd never be able to do it without Built Bar. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. These are really good. Good for you to stay in shape. Protein bars. Everything you need in them. It's a great snack. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order. Built.com. Promo code BEC15. Go there now. All right, you sick freak. sick twisted freak i want to talk about your money and what's coming our way what do you do to be prepared we'll help you in 60 seconds you know if you're willing to count sleep uh, a sheep at night to fall asleep you know good for you good for you um good news is there's a lot of sheep out there uh to count It's weird. Most of them live in the New York or California area, but there's lots of sheep. Anyway, uh, here's what I'd like to uh, like you to consider just to get a good night's rest is going to my pillow. My pillow has an incredible deal on the Giza dream sheets. I rave about these. I love these sheets. They are made from the best cotton in the world. Bar none. That's literal. They're Giza cotton. I don't know how he has made these sheets, Mike Lindell, as cheap as they are, because they're the best sheets I've ever slept on, and that's not in the script. I wouldn't be telling you that if I didn't feel that way, and I'm a sheet snob. Uh, They're the best, and right now, 60% off. You can get them for as low as $39.99 with a promo code, and the promo code is BECK. It's MyPillow.com, the dream sheets at an incredible 60% off. Use the promo code Beck, mypillow.com or 800-966-3117. All right. So I want to talk to you a little bit about what is coming. Um, I think you need to prepare for impact. Uh, and I'm always wrong on timing, but I am uh, not wrong in direction. Usually 
Would you agree? Would you say that's a fair statement? Yeah, I mean, it's been a, something you said on the air for how many years now? Yeah. Where, you know, it's not always, the timing is not always right, but usually the direction is. Okay, so I just don't think that we are looking at a long time uh, before the next event. Uh, and the next event will be a meltdown. And um, I think you're already seeing people start to pull their money out of the market. And these are big people that are pulling their money out of the market. And they're going to treasury bonds. And treasury bonds are the yield is really, really uh, low right now, which means you're not going to make a lot of money if you're in treasuries. So why would you lock your money up into treasuries if you're only going to make, you know, 1%? Well, because you don't believe that you can make more than 1%. You're just getting to the point where you're like, I just want money in the end. I don't care about growing it. I just want something left. And so bonds since the 1980s have been, you know, the full faith and credit of the United States government. Well, I want to tell you a couple of things. I'm going to tell you this hour some things to do. Uh, and I mean, if I don't care if you don't have any real savings, I'll give you some things to do with your money to prepare. Uh, and then if you do have some money, some other things. Now, I am not a financial advisor, so you've got to think this through. You've got to do your own homework. It's not like I'm always telling you, you know, do your own homework. This is true. This is my opinion, and I am not a financial advisor. So please do your own homework. But listen to what is coming, because I have done my homework on this. The reason why bonds are so cheap and the stock market is going down and Bitcoin is getting down is because people who know people who have a lot of money are starting to sell because they are expecting or at least fearing a major crash, not just a minor correction. Um, and they're starting to cycle out of these things. Uh, this is not normal. They're trying to find someplace safe for their money. Now, if you remember that after the Great Recession, which happened in 2008, there's a lot of changes that happened to the financial markets and to the banks. And one of them that you may not be aware of is Uncle Sam changed their rules for federally insured pensions requiring them to keep a minimum percentage of overall holdings in U.S. Treasury bonds. So what Uncle Sam said was, fine, you, wanna, you want us to have your back. You have to have our back. You have to buy bonds. The reason why they did that is because they knew the rest of the world was going to start not buying our bonds. And that has happened in the last few years. In fact, the Fed has been the number one buyer of U.S. bonds since June of 2020. In the fourth quarter of 2020, the Fed purchased 125% of the bonds that were put up for auction. Usually China buys some, Japan buys some, etc., etc. They're not only not buying them, they're selling them. And they are getting out of the American business. The Fed not only bought all of the bonds for our debt that went up for auction, but they bought the bonds that others were putting up for sale saying, I don't really want anything to do with America. I don't think this is a safe investment anymore. 
Now, I covered this two years ago uh, because not only did the Fed buy all the bonds offered by the Treasury, but it also virtually all bonds that were offered by sale for major institution, the big banks, etc. The Fed's balance sheet ballooned from three point seven trillion that they told us to eight trillion from the second half of 2020 to September of 2021. That is much more than a hundred percent more on their books. All right. Where are they getting all of this money? The really important thing that you need to know, and I, I urge you, please, I know people want it in hardcover or paperback. And I think it's so important that you get the great reset um, in, in hardcover because it, you're going to be able to highlight and everything else that I just don't think is as effective um, in digital. But get the Kindle version, the audio. We're just waiting for Amazon to approve to be able to post it. It's all done. Everything's in. You know, they told us yesterday or two days ago that it, it might take as long as two months to post. We're like, really? Because that's new. Um, but we're hoping that it will be any day that they post the audio version. But please do your homework on this. Time is of the essence. The Great Reset, for this to work, they have to have money to continue to flow into our financial institutions, our banks, Wall Street, and the government. It is essential that that happens. Cheap cash is the fuel for the reset machine. Without it, the Great Reset stops working. This is why I've said, take your money into a local credit union or a local bank. Credit union is probably better than a bank, but if you know that they keep all of their loans local and they're investing in your community, I think that's a really good thing. Um, but get your money out of these big banks. Everything the Fed does from this point, in my opinion, will be designed to make it look like they're fighting inflation. But what they're really doing is keeping money pouring into the financial system most likely through backdoor channels that nobody understands or is talking about. And one of those backdoor channels that nobody seems to understand or pay attention to is the Fed's lending. Now, this is something I've talked to you since 2019. Something is really wrong, really wrong. We found out last week from a Freedom of Information Act that the Fed's lending from 2008 to 2010, what they bought from the banks, we were told it was $5 trillion. But the Fed has a two-year moratorium. You can't ask them any questions for two years. That seems fair, right? Um, they, after, at 2012, they fought it all the way to the Supreme Court to keep what they did secret until 2022. And they said it was a matter of national security. Supreme Court bought it. Well, it's 2022. Now we can know. Came out last week. Why have you not heard this from anyone else in the news media? The Fed lied to us and said that it was $5 trillion that they gave to the American banks, but the number was nearly $30 trillion in two years. Then 
the lending since April of 2020 has averaged about a trillion a week. It's now at $1.6 trillion a week. I'll explain in a second. If you happen to be watching the blaze, Stu, look up at the monitor. I want to show you a chart. This is the chart of the Fed lending. If you look to the left, you will see a flat line. And then around 2008, you'll see a little blip, right? Mm -hmm. That's $30 trillion, that little blip. You can barely see it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then around 2014, you'll see that they start, that this is quantitative easing, Mm -hmm. okay? Look what happens at 2019. The lot you want to talk about Al Gore hockey stick. You want to? It looks like the Omicron chart. Right. There is. <laughs> there is. Until 2008, they never did this before, and then they tried mm. to keep it as low as possible. That is 1.6 trillion dollars every week. I said last week on the special that it was one trillion. It's not. It's now $1.6 trillion. Now, here's the thing that you have to understand. This is the Fed giving money to the banks. To, you know, J.P. Morgan Chase. Not only Chase, but J.P. Morgan. This is the Fed giving it to these big institutions. Now, what they're saying is, well, it's this according to the New York Times. While it's massive and unprecedented, it doesn't drive general price inflation because, now listen to this, because the banks borrow this money from the Fed only to redeposit it at the Fed. Now, first of all, the banks, the five big banks or the the banks that are left, those are the Fed. That is the Fed, Okay. So the banks are made up in 12, strangely, districts. Uh, in those 12 districts, those banks, they, they form the Fed. So the Fed owns the banks or does the bank own the Fed? But it's, it's the same thing, okay? Why would they ask for $1.6 trillion every day and they can keep that money for 30, uh, sorry, 90 days now is the official number. And they take it and say, we need $1.6 trillion tonight. Okay, here it is. Okay, thank you. Um, listen, I'd like to put this in my bank account at the Fed. Okay, here it is, $1.6 What the hell is that? The New York Times doesn't even talk about it. They don't explain it. Because nobody, it's never been done before. It's never been done before. Now, remember, they said $5 trillion and the number was 30 Experts are saying they don't think that money was ever paid back. And it wasn't just to America. $3 trillion went to the Bank of Japan. $2 trillion went to the banks in Germany. This is our money, gang. This is our money. So what is it? The central planners and the Fed 
have to keep the currency flowing into the financial system. This is why it's going to take a hundred trillion dollars to fight global climate. They need that money. They're doing it and they're going to do it with a with a Fed coin. That's what will replace our currency. And I know that's hard for people to believe, but it is coming because they must have control. The goal to the only way to slow inflation at this point, think grocery stores, gas stations and everything else. While continuing to fund the financial institutions and the big government pro, uh, projects, inflation is inevitable, but they think they can control where it happens. They want it to be limited to Wall Street, housing, and other things linked to the financial institutions. They don't want it everywhere because you'll notice and you'll be like, what the hell are you people doing? So they are making changes to the entire world, the entire Western world with the Great Reset. It is really impossible to do this, but they think they can do it. And they're doing it through modern monetary theory. You can print as much money as you want, but you have to control inflation by funneling money through the what they believe is the right part of the economy and impose uh, taxes and price re- controls on the wrong part of economy. That is why they want a Fed coin. That is why they want to know exactly what you're doing with your bank account, because they're going to have to stop you from doing the things you want to do. This is all in uh, the book, The Great Reset. Go to glennbeck.com right now. You'll find places that will take your order. I'm telling you now, I said this before, there's a paper shortage in everything else. It, it, this is going to sell out. I never thought it would sell out this fast. It was gone in the first two days. There was nothing left in the first two days. We have ordered many more books and they're coming at the end of this month they will be delivered to you by the end of this month you've got to order it now or you're going to miss this one too and it is imperative please time is of the essence i will give you more on this and more things that you need to do besides be aware There are steps that you need to take and things that you can do to protect yourself. And I'll give those to you in just a minute. Literally a minute. Uh, My Patriot Supply. Uh, Here in Texas, usual suspects been running to the grocery stores past couple of days, panicking the coming snowstorm. Oh, my gosh, we're going to freak out. Tanya went last night to the store. There was no milk and there was no bread and, you know, the usual stuff. If you've been listening to this program, you know that you don't have to panic when storms come, etc., etc., if you're prepared, if you have extra food on hand. But these are the kinds of things that, uh, and I will play somebody who is a really big expert uh, who has studied this over the last couple of years like I have, um, who does not agree with me politically who said we are in for real trouble coming 
and it's in regards to food. Please, please be prepared. Don't tell anybody about it. If you can only afford a little bit, just go buy an extra can or two of everything that you buy and save it. It's really important that you have things on hand and no one knows about it. That's why my Patriot Supply delivers things in unmarked boxes so nobody knows. Right now, you can save $50 on their popular four-week emergency food kit. That's one person, breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, even snacks, 2,000 calories a day. It's If really bad stuff goes down, you're not going to have to worry about your family, and you can get a special $50 discount now. Preparewithglenn.com. Do it now. Preparewithglenn.com. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, what is the one really bad line uh, from Princess Leia? The only one where I think she has an accent. Do you know which one that is in the first movie? No, what? The more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will slip through your fingers. Yes. Okay. That's exactly what is coming with the Fed. And I, I want you to know if the pandemic taught us nothing else, it was experts Running everything is a fallacy. The public, investors, Wall Street, they go through life assuming that the government and the Fed and, you know, all the banks and everything else, they're run by people with incredible experience and incredible intelligence and incredible education. And they're practically the wizard. But they're not. They are not. Did the pandemic? What did it teach us about the wizard? When it comes to national health care, did you see that it's 0.2% of a difference if you lock down? We're still locked down in some states. 0.2% difference. It meant nothing. Why did we lock down? Because the experts told us to. This is what is coming in the financial world. They're wrong. They are wrong. So what do you do? I'll help you next. All right, let me tell you about LifeLock for a minute. Just look at the phone that's probably in your hand or someplace clo- uh, close. Glance over, see your laptop. They're tools, right? And they're the best kind of tools. They're great. But they're also potential windows into your private information. You probably own several devices that make you vulnerable to cyber attack. If you don't take the proper precautions, do that now. Your information is at risk every single day. That's what LifeLock is here for. They can't catch everything. No one can. But they can monitor things that, you know, will better help you make sure that you don't become a victim. And if you do become a victim and you're a member of LifeLock, they have restoration specialists that will work with you to help fix the problem quickly. Join right now and save up to 25% off your first year. 
It's lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. 25% off your first year if you use the promo code BECK. So do it now. lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. Amazing news. You could actually place orders for The Great Reset. Get Find out exactly where at glennbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. So we've been talking about um, what's coming, and it's not good. It's not good. So are you predicting, are you believing that we are around the corner of a real like collapse, a so recession? The problem what is The problem is timing. With me, So when you say right around the corner, I will tell you that a collapse is coming that will change everything. I believe that it will come before this uh, come shortly uh, before or shortly after the election. Um, and I think so that it, imminent, like when you say the election, you mean the midterm? Election? I think it could happen tomorrow. It could happen tomorrow. The more control they lose, the faster this gets out of what's going on. And I, I talked to James Lindsay about it on this week's podcast. It comes out Thursday. It is a must listen to. James and I talked afterwards, and we both said, if we weren't talking about CRT and the Great Reset, that would have millions of views, millions of views within a week. Mm. It is going to be shut down. You'll be able to get this podcast uh, Thursday if you're a Blaze subscriber and on our our podcast on Saturday, wherever you get your podcast. But it is so important. And we were talking about, you know, why this is happening. And uh, they know everyone involved in this. This is criminal. What's happening, I believe, is truly criminal. He said and criminal. There's. At least five, five of the biggest crimes ever committed in the history of mankind going on right now. I think he's right. Um, But they know once America and the Western world see what's going on, it's not going to. I mean, you think what's happening. Look what's happening with just with COVID. The truckers up in Canada, people standing up. When people really understand Things are going to change. So it's a race. Do we wake up before they put us in a cage, a digital cage? That's really what's happening. So I don't know when, but they need us in a digital cage. And the best way to do it and the last way to do it is a total meltdown of the financial system of the West. Because that's when you change everything. So Mm. please... Concentrate on what you have and what you need to do. What do you do? Well, if you don't have very much money, I would buy canned foods. Canned foods. Every time you go to Costco, buy more than you need. And don't touch it. Leave it. Canned food will be not only a blessing for your family and others, but it is also something that will have great value. 
if things really go to hell in a handbasket, you ain't seen nothing yet with the supply chain. So please prepare your family for impact. Get food that is not just to feed your family, but it can be used to trade and will be worth money. All the way from a cans of food to, you know, nails. And I mean, look at what's happening with lumber. What are people going to need? Cigarettes, alcohol, uh, whatever it is that you know society just takes for granted. Those things will be worth a lot. <laughs> you think bullets are expensive now? Just wait. You go from that all the way to land. Do not over leverage yourself. You have to understand what's coming your way. So don't over leverage yourself. But land, if you have the money, has intrinsic value. I would say be careful of a rental property. Why? Did you see the news that came out today on rentals? The price of rent is the is increasing at the fastest pace in decades. People are, it's 10% rent is going up 10% this year and they think it's they don't think it's done yet. What happens if you are the guy who owns the rental property? What happens? You're the monopoly man. Even if you don't, if you're not the monopoly man, you're not driving. You are the one who is the evil landlord. And you saw what happened during COVID. So just be careful. Uh, and please, I am not a financial advisor. So please, please um, do your own homework on, on all of this stuff. All right. So what else do you do? Well, another thing that you, you really need to consider just on inflation, by the way, food, land, art, an old Mustang that has been redone. Whatever you know will not ever lose its value. Food is never going to lose its value. A classic whatever that is rare. It should have scarcity or it should be facing scarcity in the future. Um, the next thing you need to do is get your money out of these big banks and tell them why you're doing it. I refuse to do business with any financial institution that is using ESG. When you stop using ESG as a marker, then fine. But until then, put it in a credit union, a local credit union. Keep everything local. Speaking of that, if you haven't thought about your zoning committee yet, it is as important as your school board. I guarantee you almost every town in America has the 2030 plan, the 30 by 30, which is part of the Great Reset. I can guarantee you it's in your town already. Run and win seats on the zoning committee. You've got to keep this out of your local town and your state. I have talked to several state legislatures uh, in the last week. This is starting to pick up steam. But unfortunately, I think a lot of these states are missing it. 
every red state should have i mean i think every state should have this but every red state needs to have an anti-esg bill that is tied directly to the finance uh markets if the financial sector they're the enforcer of this if the financial sector starts enforcing ESG when it comes to making loans, et cetera, et cetera, it will change everything. The energy community knows this. That's why they've already stepped to the plate and they're already changing the law in uh, West Virginia because of coal, in Texas because of oil, Oklahoma because of uh, oil. But it's that's only the E the social justice and governance are just as bad. Call your state and call your legislate legislators and make sure that they are going to pass an anti ESG bill with the S and the G, not just protecting the oil companies. Protect me too. <sighs> Tell them that I am not an oil company, but I'm going to get hit with social justice. Also, call your congressman, the Build Back Better bill. They are working so hard to get that passed. They have to have those final pieces. Nothing in that bill can pass. Nothing. And it's not about the price tag. It's about the pieces of the machine for the Great Reset. I, I hate saying this because this is so urgent. Um. And I hate, I hate the fact that this is charging you money. Um, but I have to. The Great Reset. Order the book now, please. Barnes & Noble is taking orders. Amazon won't take orders. Um, take orders now. There's a paper shortage. We've ordered a bazillion books. But I think this thing is going to sell out fast. And you need this book quickly. If you are someone who is in Congress, if you are someone who is in a state house, read it on Kindle now. Now, read it on Kindle. Let me let, me let James Lindsay explain why this is happening. And it is truly terrifying that, you know, progressives have always believed in this utopia that they can have the experts run everything. And when they say that, and you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's good. Have you seen what the experts have done just with COVID? And you're not going to be able to speak out against it. They will silence you. So there's no going back once this starts. And it's close to starting. Why would these companies and everybody do this? Listen to what James Lindsay says in this upcoming podcast on Thursday. Listen to this. You know, I have a theory on this. No, nope, I'm sorry. Not this one. You know, the, uh, the second one with James uh, talking about how tech is, uh, thinks they can do the utopian dream. Do they actually believe or do, or, or do they know they're only positioning themselves for power? You know, I look at people like Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab at the World Economic mm -hmm. Forum, and I think that they're probably true believers. 
um, in very significant ways, especially Klaus. I think they believe that what's hindered, if you read the Marxism through the 60s, you get this sense that what hindered the Soviet Union was that it lacked the technology necessary to meet the production levels necessary to have a thriving society. Capitalist society found production, but they have all this exploitation. And that was the big question that they were wrestling with. And so now with the advent of AI and with, you know, all of these new machines and robots and self-driving vehicles they want to unleash, I think they actually think we can pull it off now that, you know, the AI can predict distribution to get around um, the information problem that von Mises pointed out and said, this is why communism and socialism don't work. Planned economies don't work because there's information being exchanged between the people engaging in a market. And without that information, you don't know what goods and services are needed. So you have huge excesses of, say, steel or huge deficiencies of, say, bread, and it doesn't get worked out. But with super advanced AI, well, they can predict what you want and give you an advertisement for it before you even know you Correct. wanted it. So they, th I think that there are people, these kind of highly technologist types who genuinely believe that they're going to pull it off this time, that we now have the necessary technology to make it work, not understanding that human beings are still human beings at the bottom unless the full Marxist program is brought to bear, which is to remake humans to need different things. Well, they are doing that. That's the goal. They are doing that. Transhumanism, Transhumanism. is the end of that, but uh, it's frightening. This is what Stephen Hawking was warning, warning about. This is what many people are warning about. Transhumanism, where you become one with the technology. You're, and in the Great Reset's own words, at the World Economic Forum, in their own words... They will know what you do, where you go, what you do, what you say, what you think, and even what you dream. That's transhumanism. Real quick update. Uh, Elon Musk just hit a milestone for his, uh, his brain implants. And he is developing a brain implant uh, that will be able to connect you to the internet. That's good, right? Let me tell you about Tuttle Twins. Are you picking your kids up from school later today? How about that mile of cars you have to get behind, inching your way towards the pickup spot? Are you going to ask them how their day was? Or how about the loaded question, what did you learn today? That is where the answers are, if you can get them to answer. What they didn't learn is probably more important as what they did. Now, because of CRT, uh, you know, and all of this stuff, I'm not sure anymore. But you, you can guarantee they're not learning the stuff that is important for their future. That's why the Tuttle Twins books are so successful and so important for every parent and grandparent. Your kids must learn von Mises. They must learn uh, why freedom works, why capitalism works, uh, why, why controlling people never works. All of this is covered with the greatest minds and the greatest books from history, all made in a way that your six-year-old will be able to understand. And then other book series for the Tuttle Twins that explain it for young adults. 
It's Tuttle Twins. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane and on the right path in a crazy world. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. So, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, we have talked about this several times. Uh, I've had a supply chain hiccup of my own. Mm-hmm. I've now been waiting over five months for mm-hmm. a new car that I ordered. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. not paid for the car yet. Yeah, sure. Should I just cancel this order? No, if you need a car... Uh, well, I mean, do I need a car? I mean, my yeah. car runs. It gets me here. Uh, I I've think, had it for a long time. Yeah, and your car is, what, 10 years old yeah. now? At least 10 years old. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think it would be smart to get a car that you know is going to be running well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I, the no, car's I, I know, but okay. Yeah, no, it's 10 years old. Yes. It's 10 years old. Uh-huh. Uh, if you can afford a new car, you want everything. Well, I can a, afford a, a car di- now, but if the economy collapses tomorrow, I can't afford a car. Well, that's a depreciating asset. You, you, you want an appreciating asset. Here's here. Now's the time to gamble on sports. Take your money. <laughs> Put it on a team. If you lose, the government's just going to have your butt back anyway and give you all these new digital dollars. So don't worry about it. Gamble today. Parlay away. By the way, you should become a child care worker in D.C. They just got a check from the government of $14,000 each. White House, according to the press secretary, Jen Psaki, talked about the Joe Rogan experience. The White House, and I'm quoting, wants more done by big tech companies to suppress the misinformation on their platforms. This is a clear example of a violation of the First Amendment. The government has no right or any power to press people, to suggest to people, to push them into violating speech. But that's not all. I'm going to explain not only that, but who's really behind this Joe Rogan, uh, this Joe Rogan boycott. How did this happen? Who's really behind it? And Whoopi Goldberg also in 60 seconds.
Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. The best thing that we can do is launch a parallel economy. That means we're not dependent on people who hate our guts. Take our money to build a new world order and hate us. Get out of big mobile, please. Patriot Mobile is there. And America, you have to understand these companies are working against you and your children and your rights. And they do it and we can prove it. They put their money where their heart is. And their heart, believe it or not, at least with Verizon, is Planned Parenthood. You can't fight all day for right to life and rights. And then every time you make a phone call, you're helping pay for Planned Parenthood to kill babies. That doesn't make sense. Patriot Mobile is putting their money where their heart is. And that's the First Amendment, Second Amendment, Third Amendment, all the amendments. They are actually down on the ground in the trenches with us. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. Veterans, first responders will save even more. You could save up to half of what you're paying. Big Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. So, (laughs) uh, I keep coming back to this idea. You're still back on last hour. Yeah, last we hour. this hour to cover. I know. Well, I'm, there's more to this, I think. <laughs> okay. The last hour we talked about, you know, potential economic collapse and, and everything. And one of the reasons why, because, you know, look, you're well known for predicting economic collapse at all times. Um, uh, uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is, just, that's just your persona. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. but this is a different thing. You're making an obviously a very specific case here. And one of the reasons why I think this one connects to me and it feels at least more imminent is because it doesn't feel like we really paid the price for what happened through the covid era right now if you're a you know a local businessman person you own a bar went out of business you certainly feel like you paid the price a lot of people individually paid the price but i'm talking about like the nationwide economy we well let's put it let's let me just shore up what you're saying here sure we thought 11 trillion dollars was really bad debt we mm-hmm. we thought 21 trillion dollars is a really bad debt today or yesterday we crossed the 30 trillion dollar threshold as our national debt that's bad and you know never thought it would accelerate the way it has you know so you thought well, this economy, I mean, we can't keep spending this way, but now we're not spending that way. We're spending crazy amounts of money. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So we've been doing this show for you know 20 years now. Yeah. And throughout that time, we both had, I think, a thesis, generally speaking, of what a, a large government and a large amount of debt meant, mm-hmm. which was over time, we are going to hit a point that we cross that we can't pay it off we can't turn it around and it feels like we kind of have already crossed the line of we're never going to be able to pay it off but we hadn't hit that point where it was so catastrophic that we couldn't still mull our way through things and still grow and with innovation and you know there was still some theoretical hope out there and i don't know in my mind and you may have had a different timeline on this but before covid I had this picture of like, at some point in my lifetime, we're going to hit this 
trouble level. spot. Yeah. And my kids are really going to have, we've always said, like, your kids are going to have to pay for this. Your grandkids, at some point, coming soon to a theater near you, we're going to hit a point of debt that is insurmountable and causes real world cataclysmic problems and despite what we've done for the rest of the world they will not forgive our debt no no and so that was coming in i don't know 10 20 30 40 before 2050 maybe i don't know Mm -hmm. some point in the medium term future this is not a thousand year problem but it's not tomorrow either that's how i've been living however with that thought was an expectation of normalcy right where we are increasing the debt here and there we add a program here and there uh you know we have a a crisis here or there that increases the debt but it's not covid covid is it hits us and has its real world uh, impacts on people and such but then also has us spending nine ten trillion dollars the fed dumping seven eight trillion dollars into the economy that's all what at once tell- in that's, a year or two that's what they're telling you that's what just what they're telling us yes it is 1.6 trillion dollars currently 1.6 trillion dollars every single week every week that they are now pumping into the financial markets on a payback of 30 days or sorry 90 days if they pay it back where is that money going 1.6 trillion every week and that's on top of the giant bills that we discuss correct routinely it's on it's it's on top of just what the fed is doing on a, on a day-to-day basis it's on top of of the All verified, the stuff that happened before Biden even became president. Correct. On top of what we now know because of a Freedom of Information Act, what they did 12 years ago when the Fed said yeah. we gave the banks $5 trillion to bail them out. No, they didn't. And the money went around the world as well. They gave $30 trillion. 30. $30 trillion. So that, remember, that's our entire national debt. Well, the Fed also, in by 2010, had already added to their balance sheet. They keep saying it's seven. No, they gave because of a Freedom of Information Act that we had to wait 12 years for or 10 years for. They actually gave the world 30 trillion. So we know that it was worse before covid than we knew yes we know that covid is worse than they're telling us and we also know that while there was particularly short-term economic shock at the very beginning of this um we did have that but generally speaking we're back to normal unemployment levels in theory we're back to (laughs) a good stock market number we're back to all of this is theory. And, but, if you believe their numbers yeah. and you look at the stock market and you don't think, hmm, uh, how many trillions are going to, you know, J.P. Morgan? Right. How much? How much? How many trillions are being dumped into the stock market? Is that number even real? Right. But I, I, I mean, you're picking apart yeah, the way okay. I'm setting this up. But right, what I'm, I'm sorry, trying, I'm sorry. no, no, I, I think you're making good points here, and I, they are important. But my point is, it hasn't felt like the catastrophe have you would have expected yes. if I told you in January 2020 we are going to completely turn the economy off for a year. 
uh, or at least most of it for a good chunk of a year, and then trickle back into life where people are being paid by the government to not work, right? Not just normal unemployment, but incentivizing them to stay home to the point where people are offering thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of bonuses to fast food workers to come Mm -hmm. back, please come back. All the craziness that we're seeing there. We have not felt the pain of the the scale of what COVID was to this country. That's by design. You can't feel it. Right. They know they can't. We can't feel it. That's why I've been saying since 2019, there's something wrong in the financial sector Mm -hmm. that started, you know, started with one hundred and fifty billion dollars a week loans to these banks. And it went up to a trip. April 2020, they were giving loans for 90 days to these financial institutions of one trillion dollars a week. It's been 96 weeks since then. So that's $96 trillion that has been pumped into these banks for some reason or another. And now we find out that it's actually not $1 trillion. It's $1.6 trillion. Hmm. So the way you as a household have these moments, right? Let's say you're short of money. It comes to December. You take your credit cards out. You buy Christmas presents, right? Mm -hmm. You can do that for a while while and, and, and maintain the lack of pain through Christmas because you have credit cards. Right. Got to pay it back eventually. We all know that. What, what we've seen here is my, I think, the general conservatives idea of massive spending out of control over the next several decades that gets us in trouble, but all jammed into a two-year period. Correct. So, you know, it seems to me, and I keep coming back to this way of thinking, is if we somehow are able to navigate this without any pain... And I don't want to say any pain, but without the amount of pain you'd expect. Without the Weimar Republic. Without something crazy and real dis- economic destruction. Either our analysis of debt as a whole was wrong oh, yeah. or did not take into account enough variables. Either uh, von Mises. Right. Maybe these the guys are all wrong. The road to serfdom is all wrong. Maybe MMT is completely right. Uh-huh. uh-huh. We've never seen it happen it's before. It's never happened. Never worked before. Okay. So let me just break this down on bare minimum. And this isn't coming from me. This is coming from Larry uh, Summers. You you know who he is. Oh, yeah. And he's a a very smart economist. He's, you know, left more on the left, but a a very, very smart person on the left. I don't think he is the one that is going to slow down spending. You know, I don't hire him as a hawk. Right. But he also is reasonable. And he is the one that went to the Biden administration as a left wing advisor, was a Mm -hmm. big Obama uh, advisor and cabinet member and went to Biden and said, guys, stop this. You're going to have out of control inflation. Okay, so Larry Summers sat down with a congressman that I talked to and it was a, you know, open conversation. So I'm not revealing any secrets. But he sat down with this uh, congressman and they had a conversation and he said to Larry, so tell me the truth, what's coming? And he said, bare minimum, baked in, no way out, bare minimum is 10% inflation for the next 10 years. That means if you have a dollar today in 10 years, that just from inflation, whatever you have in your bank account, will be worth 34 cents. Every dollar, 34 cents. 
So they're going to be taking 76 cents out of every dollar. 66. Or 66 cents out of every single dollar. That will impoverish this nation. And that is the guaranteed best scenario from Larry Summers. Okay, that's pretty bad. Now, how about if it's worse? Hmm. This is why, remember, they don't have, you know how it feels like they can't be this wrong. Everything they do does not help us, right? It's not, they're never wrong in the other direction. We never have a good surprise from the people in Washington, do we? It always seems to be like, wait, what are you doing? And so many people have been led to think maybe they're against what we're for. No, they just see the path out of this radically differently, and they will not tell you because they think you're stupid and you will slow them down. They don't want democracy. They don't want a republic. They have their plan and they're moving forward with it. They know that if we made it 10 years and people have 34 cents for every dollar, that kind of inflation, nobody is going to be, they're going to all be voted out quickly. Okay. That's the best case scenario that they're all voted out. These people do not intend to keep capitalism. They are working on something called the Great Reset. Joe Biden talks about it. This is out in the open, and we refuse to listen to it. They're not trying to fix us. They're trying to transform us. And the only way you can do that is if people are in so much pain, they'll take anyone that will bail them out. So they have to collapse the dollar to make this work. I really, truly believe the acceleration is because we're waking up. You got to collapse the dollar. Remember, read Janet Yellen. Read what the Treasury has on their own website about moving from a, a paper dollar to a digital dollar. Why do you think all of a sudden they're coming after Bitcoin? Why is the IMF coming after Bitcoin? Do you really believe it's because people use it for bad things? How many of our dollars have traces of cocaine on it? <laughs> it, 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 it makes ridiculous. zero sense. Cash unless, is much worse. Right. Unless you are actually trying to collapse it so you can start something new. Remember, they always have a solution to the problems they're creating. This is the Great Reset is their solution. And once you start seeing that, you will then start to say, okay, all right, I'm going to be part of a force that fixes that. I'm going to fix that at least in my own household so my back isn't up against the wall. Do not take a dime from the government. Don't take a dime from them. All right, more in just a second. Rough Greens. I uh, got Karen writing in today. She says, uh, my super allerg- um, uh, allergic, uh, super picky dog is finally eating much better than he used to. 
He's also playful again. It was so sad to see a three-year-old dog lying around just being there. He never seemed to have any energy. Now he's starting to engage so much more. He's right there with the rest of the pack to greet us when we come home or when we wake up in the morning. I'm so pleased with the way he's coming along. Thank you for Rough Greens. Rough Greens not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food. Dogs love it because it tastes amazing. And meanwhile, they're getting all the vitamins and minerals and other things that are going to contribute to a healthy life for them. By the way, I've gotten so much email on Uno because we had to have a tumor removed uh, from him. Uh, And it came back and they said, I guess this kind of tumor could be either cancer or not cancer. But they said that it was surrounded and isolated and hadn't spread at all. So he's going to be fine. Thank you for worrying about him. Uh, Rough Greens. Get your free bag of Rough Greens now. Roughgreens.com slash back. Roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. 10 seconds. Station ID. Okay, so let's talk about what is happening with freedom of speech, because remember, the thing that they have to have for the Great Reset to work is they have to have cash running through the financial system. It has to be run through the financial system to the government so they can direct where the dollars go. Uh, That's one reason why you should be in a savings and loan. Um, The. The other thing is they have to be able to silence the voices that are telling you things. I believe, I truly believe that in a financial collapse, it's going to be very difficult to find me. It is not happenstance, and it is not because of any other view that I hold that you can uh, searches you can barely find me now on youtube you can't find the stuff i have over 100 videos on the great reset they will never come up in your playlist never you have to search for them that's why yesterday we put on youtube on under playlists uh everything you need to know about um the great reset Uh, you're gonna have to search this stuff out it is shocking shocking the way this is being uh, held back from people and stifled. So I don't think those people are going to have a, uh, a voice to be able to warn you or tell you what's going on when it begins. So that brings me to Spotify, the White House, Whoopi Goldberg, Joe Rogan. Who's actually behind this stuff? What's actually happening with joe rogan you can say well these doctors you know they sent did they did they are they doctors really mm-hmm. we're gonna give you the results of a a really industrious journalist that dug into that that little list of doctors you'll never guess where it traces back to the glenn back program so you have that one place in your house, right? Place, you know, where you go to eat snacks without getting caught. Is it just me? Anyway, um, if you love a great snack, I've got a sweet tooth that will challenge yours to any battle. 
Um, it is um, it is hard to lose weight. It's hard to just eat the things that are good for you if you have a really bad sweet tooth. And I have a really bad sweet tooth. Now, uh, I don't have to worry about it. I have built bars. I'm trying to lose another 40 pounds um, this year, and I'm doing it with built bar. It is Again, difficult for me to lose any weight because I get to the end of the day or sometime during the day and I just need something sweet. They have real chocolate. Built Bars are real chocolate, but they have like 120 calories. They have two to four carbs um, and they're good for you. They have high, high protein and all the stuff that you need. Please check them out. You're going to love their flavors. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order Promo code BEC15BUILT.COM. Head to GlennBeck.com. Get in your order now for The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. It's at GlennBeck.com. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck program. So let me give you a couple of stories here and tell you what's really going on. Uh, if you look and... Luckily, we are in a place and a time now where people know it and they're sick of it. They're just sick of it. They're sick of being called racist and everything else. Those things are not working anymore. Joe Rogan is now a conspiracy theorist. That's going to be broken soon, and I think he's going to beat this. Now, there was a, a journalist that wanted to prove what we all knew. This isn't real. This is AstroTurf. Yeah, it's Jordan Schachtel. He's, uh, he's got a, a sub stack yeah. that you can check out and subscribe to. Uh, and he looked into the background of all of this. Okay, so what he found, remember, this was a group of medical professionals. This was a group of doctors that have just had it. Okay, no, they're academics and left-wing activists that pose as medical professionals. Okay. They're the ones that got together. Now, who are they? Well, the vast majority of doctors are not medical doctors. They're PhDs. Like Dr. Jill Biden, for example. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. So they're purveyors of misinformation themselves. So if you look at uh, the uh, people that were associated with this and who really are running this group, they're coming from two places, the Rockefeller Foundation, um, and which, by the way, uh, this person was with the COVID-19 uh, tracking project from the Atlantic, which was funded by Mark Zuckerberg and the Rockefeller Foundation and other left-wing institutions. It was largely a data-gathering operation. I don't know that there's necessarily all that much nefarious there, but there was, uh, you The know, usual suspects. Yeah, sure. The okay. same group, same circles. All right. So the other person, uh, Dr. Cat, which is a PhD, she's, and I, by the way, are you going to a Dr. Cat? K-A-T? Because I'm not going to a Dr. Cat. <laughs> Why? You don't think of someone with a cat as a as a shortening of her first name? No, it's not. It could be short for Kathy. Uh, well, you just it, her you, name you is just, Katrine Wallace. Katr okay, so for Katrine, you'd go yeah. to a Katrine. You just no, because it. it sounds too much like Latrine. <laughs> but cat just sounds like, like you're an idiot. Okay. 
Okay. Wow. Anyway. That's a, that's a major set. That's going to make some news. You're okay. going to get protested for that. So, um, kind of a violation of all journalistic standards and referring to her as Dr. Catherine Wallace, um, because, uh, you know, I mean, that's like, that's like, you know, looking at a TikTok video and saying it's the Bible. No, it's really not. She holds a PhD. Uh, she's an adjunct assistant professor in Illinois. She has no background in vaccines or relevant fields related to COVID-19. Uh, she also um, has done a lot of work, which is interesting, um, uh, with, uh, with another group. And uh, there's one other person, uh, the fellow campaigner, Abby Richards. Uh, she's a misinformation researcher. And she helped organize things. Well, she's actually, uh, when it says a misinformation researcher, she's a consultant with Media Matters. And, uh, and so they're doing research on people like me and making sure that they, mm-hmm. you know that I'm full of misinformation. Highly credible. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's the one that Media Matters uh, launched the campaign with to cancel Tucker Carlson because he's a white supremacist. So, you know, you have you have that. And she does have her master's. I mean, you know, she's not a medical doctor, but she has her master's degree in climate studies. So she's doing she's doing well. So this is not a surprise because they are, as we told you, what, two months ago, they are coming after podcasts. That is their angle. They've got to shut down podcasts. Yeah, it's their new thing. Mm-hmm. They've gone after Tucker Carlson a lot lately, and they, they this is these organizations exist just to silence voices, as we know. We've been through this a million times. We played for you the ads that they started launching on on the web, where they're like, "Well, uh, did you know that podcasts are blah 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 blah?" And you they saying all these bad things about COVID nineteen that you're not supposed to hear, and and they've been this they've launched a campaign, and so much of this stuff comes from these organizations. You know, it, it's not the other way around. It's not people are upset about podcasts, and therefore these organizations start efforts. It's these organizations start efforts, and they launch multi million dollar campaigns. And go to all their friends who are journalists and say, hey, we're about to launch a $10 million campaign against podcasts. You should write about it because then it will look like your story. And so they write about it and they act as if it started in the world of journalism when it doesn't. It doesn't. 99% of this stuff is not like the movies. It's not like, uh, you know, uh, Watergate. It's it's these people who are... Uh, who are w- with specific agendas and specifically tied to these events that go to their friend reporters and tip them off so that they can get the credit for these stories later on. And it looks like they've uncovered this big truth when in reality it's been leaked to them by their friends as supported by multi-million dollar donors. This is how this works all the time, all the time. This is almost all the, the news you reason, hear works that way. And the reason you know this to be true is uh, how come nobody is up in arms about gas prices? You remember when George Bush, I mean, gas wasn't even like this and it certainly wasn't going up uh, at this rapid pace. And yet nobody's talking about it. No one is talking about gas prices. Mm. And what is the president doing? 
if it was doing this under Donald Trump, you bet they would have. The border. But they, yeah, the, the border, border is, is as bad. It's much worse than it was when it was making news 10 months ago. Much yeah, worse. It's much. It's much. It's more. It's worse than anything we've seen before. Yep. And they're doing nothing about it. Why? Because it doesn't fit the agenda of the journalist and all of the journalist friends who work at places like Media Matters. So that's really what's happening. Now, when it comes to Whoopi Goldberg, uh, I can't tell you what's happening. The chief executive of the Anti-Defamation League um, was really upset at Whoopi Goldberg for saying the Holocaust was not about race. Okay, she's here's what she said. And absolutely, it was about race. Let's be truthful about what the Holocaust. uh, It's not about race. Mm. She said it's not. It's okay. Go ahead. Play the clip. Yeah. The Holocaust isn't about race. Mm. No, no, No. it's not about race. It's about a different race, but it's it's not about race. It's not about race because it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's Jews, not about ideal race. But these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, How do we have to blame them as white groups? Of people. You're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. Okay. No, uh, Whoopi, it's it's. I mean, that could be part of the conversation, but this was about a, peop- a group of people who thought they were superior to other people, and they divided them by race. Uh, I mean, you know, one drop of Jewish blood is too Jewish. I mean, did you forget about this and the final solution that they're vermin because they're Jews? I mean, I think that pretty much sounds like race, but... I don't understand how the master race. I mean, they legitimately in their terminology all over the place. Right. I I try. I'm trying to understand how the Anti-Defamation League is upset about this, because doesn't that violate their uh, their own definition, their new definition of race? I mean, the yeah. ADL used to have one that said, look, it's when one group of people think they're superior over another and uh, think they're more intelligent than the other, yada, yada, yada. And yeah, they they take it out on different races. Their new definition makes Whoopi's analysis accurate. It does, because it's it can racism can only happen by white people to people of color, according to the ADL's own brand new definition. What Whoopi is saying is right with the new thinking about race. She's not some old-timey bigot. She's a new kind of bigot. Yeah, I mean, here it is. This is their new definition, as changed from the old-school Martin Luther King definition. definition. Racism, the marginalization and or oppression of people of color based on socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. So only white people can do it. Only white people can be racist, but they can't be racist against other white people. So, uh, I I don't I don't know. I mean, now maybe it's because she said it's it's about man's inhumanity to man, and so she wasn't specifically saying it was white people's inhumanity. Right, but if if 
her analysis is it's not racism because it is does not target people of color. That is consistent with the ADL's own definition of racism. If she if if you go by what the ADL says is racist, then of course the Holocaust had no racist vibes to it at all. If he was not oppressing people of color, he was replacing another race. Now he of course said that well he a, said he said he did this. also do it to people of color. i know he so did we, that's a whole other part of yep. this uh it's not it's not their very existence founded is this is from mein Kampf, is not their very existence founded on one great lie namely that they are a religious community whereas in reality they are a race i mean this is so i, I think anybody who knows this stuff knows this it's but very, I don't very think obvious. But, this this but, is a new, I'll bet you this is a new point of view for Whoopi. I think Whoopi is into this new kind of thinking, and the ADL might be parroting that thinking on their website. Maybe. But I, I highly doubt that, what's his name, Goldblatt or whatever, who is, com- in com- I mean, I've seen it firsthand, completely inconsistent on everything, it seems. Uh, I doubt he's actually up on the new kind of racism that his organization is now pushing. I don't know. He's heading the organization and they changed the definition. Isn't it more possible that Whoopi's just an idiot? I mean, I think. Oh, yeah, that, that, that goes without saying. Okay, of course. I want to make sure I understand that. Because, I mean, she, to me, it's likely that she's applying her understanding of race which is formed around whatever she just read on twitter in 2022 which is basically like oh well white people are mean to black people george floyd uh you know uh, that's what she woke woke this is what she that's what i mean she she, so she sees well I, i that person looks white that person looks white it can't be race that's why she said um it's not about race uh, uh, she said, these, these are two white groups of people. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. What alley? It was two white people? No. It's one that saw differences and claimed that these Jewish people, it is a race, which it is a race, um, that that's a race and that race is subhuman. That's what it is. It didn't have to be white people. It could be black people. It could be anybody. And it was correct. The Aryans were the master race and everything else was inferior. (laughs) That was the whole point. Just crazy. It was obviously he targeted Jews uh, beyond the level of anyone's comprehension. But it was not the only group he targeted. Correct. And now let me also let me just end it with this. Anybody who is crying for her to be uh, taken off the air. Stop it. She has a right to say these things. She's stupid. We know it. Look at their ratings. They've got in the demo. They've got like 40 people that are watching that are under 88 years old. Um, You know, fire her because of the ratings. But you'd have to fire all of them because of that. But not what she says. I stand with Whoopi Goldberg being able to keep her job and not be fired because of an opinion. That's not what we support. And can we at least acknowledge the fact that I was watching these clips yesterday. That show has been on the air for 25 years. Yeah. This is a 25-year show that is nothing but a collection of the dumbest people you've ever met talking about things they've never thought of before. Yes. That is, I mean, think of just the magic that has to occur to put yeah. these dumb people on the air to talk that stupid 
stupidly about the news every day. Amazing. Well, and she's a despicable human being, and I know because I know her. Anyway, uh, American financing. American financing. Consider what high inflation is doing to the remaining amount that you have after you cash your check, your paycheck, and after they take out all the taxes and everything else, and then you look at inflation. You go to the supermarket. That is the kick in the butt. The credit card debt that you are putting on your credit card now or in the past is hanging over your head like a rain cloud. Do something about it right now. If you haven't done it already, pick up the phone and give American Financing a call. Let their experts give you a free mortgage review and find out if, you're, if you have any loan options available. And get the interest rate down now. Make the call to American Financing. You could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck program. I don't want to shake your world here, Glenn, right before the end of the hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, we have new development in the Spotify Joe Rogan situation. Oh, boy. And this is going to shatter the media industry. Mary Trump <gasps> is Mary. pulling her podcast from Spotify. Not Mary Trump. Mary, the Mary Trump. The, 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 the only the, Trump less known than... Tiffany? Tiffany Trump? Well, much less known than Tiffany. Yeah, right. She says bad things about Trump, which makes her notable to the media. Uh, and apparently she had a podcast. Apparently it was on Spotify. Apparently she's pulling the podcast from Spotify. Mm. What? I mean, they're quaking in their... They're yeah. shaking in now, their boots. If you can't get the, yeah. the podcast of, of Mary, Mary, Mary... Mary L. Trump. What are we going to do? What are we going to do, America? This is a crisis. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about China, the Olympics, the Bidens, people that are working in Silicon Valley, Wall Street. Um, how about the Republicans? So many people seem to be willing to defend China. Uh, you know, they'll talk a good game like we're going to, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to boycott those Olympics. I mean, we're all still going. But we're going to boycott those Olympics. Really? 
What happened to America, especially when China is clearly now an enemy? Where are the people that are American patriots standing up? We'll explain in 60 seconds. So you worked hard your whole life. You made the right decisions. Not all the time, but when you think about it, you know, there are a few places here and there that you might have, you know, made a different decision. But you made it. And you worked hard. And you saved money. I told you last hour what Larry Summers uh, told uh, a congressman last week, that we are looking at 10% inflation for the next 10 years. And he says locked-in guarantee. That's like best-case scenario. That means in the end of 10 years, your dollar is worth 34 cents. Okay? It's going to happen a lot faster than that. Uh, It's not going to take us 10 years to change over to a new currency. May I highly recommend that you look at physical assets. You look at things that are scarce and go up in times of trouble. Gold or silver is one of those things historically. And right now, Goldline is offering their 6% in free metals for all qualifying IRAs. So take some of your IRA and put it into actual physical gold or silver. Ask them how to qualify and why it might be right for you. Call Goldline, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All right, so let's just... Let's just talk a little bit uh, about China and what's happening in China. China is not our friend. It hasn't been for a long time. Not sure it ever has been. But it's the new model for the whole world. And it's also the biggest market. And you know everybody has sold out to America. Well, now it's our turn. Everybody's selling out including an Olympic athlete. When I read a headline of a story, I thought this San Francisco-born athlete was saying, I'm bucking the system. I'm not going with the team to the Olympics because she's not. She switched teams. She's an American who is going to now ski for the Chinese. What the hell has happened? Now, I can't talk about her But I can talk to an expert who has spent, what, a year and a half looking into this? Yeah. Year and a half of full-time research with several people to author the new book, Red Handed. It's Peter Swizer. He's president of Government Accountability Institute. His new book is Red Handed, How American Elites Get Rich Helping China to Win. Peter, you have written a lot of books. Um, and a lot of it has been about you've actually had laws changed uh, because of what you have uncovered in mm. in corruption in mm-hmm. Washington. You have told me this is the most frightening book that you have done research for. Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, because of the breadth and the depth of it. Uh, you know, I looked at insider trading on the stock market. I've looked at the Clintons, uh, and those were really troubling cases that, to a certain extent, you could argue were somewhat isolated. This is not isolated. When you're talking about China forging commercial ties with the American political class to co-opt them, you're talking about the president of the United States. You're also talking about leaders in the House and the Senate. 
when you go to Silicon Valley, it's all the big names in Silicon Valley. Uh, Elon Musk, the guys that found Google. You go to Wall Street, it's all the big Wall Street financial firms. I quote them in the book. I explain the deals in the book. So it's so comprehensive. It's it's a, it, almost an entire class of people, uh, Glenn, that are currying favor with Beijing and I would argue doing their bidding in very important and significant ways. Tonight, Peter and I are going to the chalkboard and we're going to lay it all out for you, especially the Biden connection. Um, Joe Biden has literally sold, well, not his soul, but our souls. He has sold America for cash uh, to the Chinese. And it's clear, it's clearly illegal, and it's provable. Yes. But yeah. nobody's going to do anything about it. Yeah, I mean, that's the shocking thing, Glenn. You and I, are. we were just talking earlier, we, we uh, grew up in the same, uh, same area, around the same area. We both remember the Cold War, right? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if the Carter family... Or the Reagan family had done deals with Russian businessmen who had links to the KGB. No. There'd be be alarm bells going off. Alarm bells? Yeah. Impeachment? Yes. Immediate impeachment. People would be calling for their heads. Yes. People would be calling for their heads. Yeah. That's precisely what you have with the Bidens. And I'm I'm looking forward to tonight uh, mapping this out. But... We found $31 million. This all comes from Chinese corporate records and documents and from Hong Kong and from legal documents in the United States. So it's not just a number uh, drawn up. $31 million that the Biden families received from businessmen. Every single one of those businessmen you can trace to the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. So, you know, what was before? Is that like... You know, I got the money from Bob, and Bob has a neighbor whose cousin <laughs> once was at a garage sale of a guy who's up in the Chinese intel. Yeah, no, it's 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 not that at all. Um, so I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, one of the deals Hunter got, you and I have talked about it before, was BHR, this private equity mm-hmm. deal. Uh, Hunter Biden's taken there is $20 million. He got ownership of this financial management firm. He had no background in finance, didn't bring anything to the table. They gave him $20 million. This is something that no uh, Goldman Sachs didn't even have. No, that's exactly right. A a unique deal for little humble uh, Hunter Biden. So who made that happen? Or as my kids would say, who made it rain for Hunter in China? Uh, the two people that made that deal happen. One is a guy named Che Feng, kind of a mysterious businessman. Hunter in the emails calls him the super chairman. And at one point he says, I don't believe in the lottery anymore, but I believe in the super chairman. So he knew this was a big payoff. So as, as Che Feng, as Che Feng is arranging this deal for Hunter Biden, who is Che Feng's business partner? It's the vice minister of state security for China, a guy named Ma Jian. They're business partners. So it's not. Yeah, it's not just that Russian businessmen. Uh, you have Russian businesses. If it would go back to the yep. Reagan thing yeah. uh, that the the co-chair or the partner right is the head of the kgb correct. is correct. the head correct. of the kgb correct. it's direct it's not indirect and so this guy Majian, who's the vice minister of state security his job is foreign recruitment it's to recruit foreigners to spy for china this is the guy whose business partners with the man who sets up hunter biden in the private equity deal the other man that plays a central role in that deal and who separately transfers $5 million to another Hunter business called Burnham, uh, is a guy named Mr. Zhao. So Mr. Zhao, again, makes it, uh, makes it rain for Hunter. Uh, who is Zhao's business partner? 
His business partner is the family of the former minister of state security, the guy who runs the entire spy apparatus in China. So, you know, when I say the highest levels of Chinese intelligence, I'm not talking about some mid-level analyst. I'm talking about people at the very top. And the problem is, Glenn, every single deal that we know of that Hunter got in China has a link to individuals who are juiced in at the highest levels of Chinese intelligence. So this is not a story. What are you you thinking they're getting in return? Well, that's the question, right? What I know is Chinese intelligence does not run a philanthropy. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're not businessmen. Um, They're not looking for um, to be a drug rehab program (laughs) for Hunter Biden. They don't don't feel sorry for him. Like, you know, he's really screwed up his life. Let's give him a shot. Right. Let's give him a 20 you know, a 20 billion or million, a million million dollar business. here. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, no, it's it's so it's clear what they want. They want to compromise this political family as they do with with other families. But the Biden one is particularly troubling uh, because the concentration of all these intelligence sources and the fact that Hunter does something really weird. Now, I know Hunter does a lot of weird things. This is this I've seen is, pictures from the laptop. <laughs> right. yep. this, this one in the context of who he is doing business with in China is really shocking. In the summer of 2014, Hunter Biden goes to the Secret Service and the Secret Service has confirmed this to the U.S. Senate. He goes to the Secret Service and says, I don't want you guys traveling with me when I go overseas. Now, you know, the Secret Service is going to resist that and say, we need to do this is about your protection. But Hunter Biden insisted and they stopped traveling with him. Now, that's unusual because you go overseas. If someone kidnaps the vice president's son. Yeah. We're going to have to rescue him. Exactly. Exactly. And the biggest threats you're going to face are going to be overseas and not to mention honeypots and all the other, you know. So clearly Hunter did not want to want the Secret Service or federal law enforcement to know what he was doing. Maybe that's tied to the drugs. I think it's also tied to the fact that he knew he was doing deals with people that were juiced in in this way. Now, the reason why this isn't going to happen is because everybody's doing it yeah a lot of people are yeah there's no there's no question about it um and it's a bipartisan problem right um there are republicans that 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 bring up the biden thing as they should to me that is the biggest issue because he's the commander-in-chief president of the united states but you've got people on the republican side of the aisle mitch mcconnell and his family what a surprise who who are uh let's just say leveraged uh, to beijing uh, what does that mean? Well, so Mitch McConnell is married to Elaine Chow, the transportation mm-hmm. secretary in the Trump administration. Her family has a shipping company called Foremost. When they got married back in the early 1990s, Mitch McConnell, as a U.S. senator, traveled with his father-in-law, James Chow, to Beijing to meet with top government officials. Now, this was right after Tiananmen Square. There was no political figures going to China at all. They sit down and basically what comes out of that deal is an agreement that China is going to help the Chow family shipping business. And so it goes from being a small company with a couple of ships to today. It's a massively successful multi-billion dollar enterprise. And so what does China do for Mitch McConnell's family? They build all the ships, the massive super you know bulkers that totally they build all the ships the financing of the construction of these ships you know one ship can be a hundred million dollars sure it's financed by chinese state banks 
the crew which is communist party exactly Con- yeah. absolutely all Stick of this in, is yeah. coming there's is there any way to do business in china no. without communists no yeah. not at that level maybe if you buy a bag of potato chips yeah, from okay. beijing but yeah, yeah. Right. but you're right this is not bank of america this is bank of china which is the chinese government the crews that man the I would ships. I'd like to point out, I think Bank of America is directly connected <laughs> to the U.S. government at this point, but I digress. Right. <laughs> so, but you've got the ships being built, you've got them being financed by state controlled banks. The crews are all uh, Chinese, provided by the Chinese government. And most of their contracts are shipping state owned enterprise goods around asia so when i mean leverage the chinese government if mitch mcconnell were to do something they did not like could literally destroy the family business overnight that's leverage and that's what beijing wants they call the strategy elite capture if we can capture foreign elites uh, make them sort of bend to our will um, then we are effectively decapitating uh, our enemy tonight we're going to outline all of this from the White House to Wall Street uh, to the Capitol. We are going to put a chalkboard together and Peter is going to be there. Yep. He will show you the facts. So, you know, this is this is why we are this is why we're not serious about China. This I mean, when Donald Trump, you know, he's got a deal and maybe he's going to build a hotel in. Maybe he's going to build a hotel Look at what McConnell is doing. There's no maybe. It's happening. Look what this president is doing. There's no maybe. The $30 million has already arrived to their bank accounts. So there's no maybe. Possibly. We don't know. Let's investigate. All of the facts are very clear. The question is, have we already been sold out to China so far that nobody's going to do anything that's my guess we'll continue our conversation with peter Swizer coming up in uh, literally one minute first let me tell you about blinds.com when it comes to improving the look of your home what's the strategy you have the artistic eye where you can walk into a room because i'm pretty good but i can't do that i can't do that i need somebody that uh can help me and uh, my wife said, why don't we use the interior designers because they're free at blinds.com. And so I'm like, OK, sure. They're on the phone and we're sending pictures and doing FaceTime. Uh, right. Let me tell you something. They nailed it, nailed it. And it's free. And if you want them installed, they got people to do that, too. It's blinds.com. There's a reason they have like 30,000 five-star reviews because they've been, they're the longest running business in the internet when it comes to interior shades, shutters, drapes, everything else. And right now you can get up to 35% off site-wide. It's going on right now. Blinds.com, 35% off. It's rules and restrictions apply at blinds.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So in the book, you talk that there, you say that there are 20 former U.S. senators or members of Congress that went to work 
for the Chinese intelligence military? Yeah, they, they lobby on behalf of Chinese intelligence or military related companies. So these are the companies that uh, develop the software to spy on the Uyghurs. Uh, these are companies that are involved in developing military related technologies. These are companies like Huawei, which, you know, both the Obama and Trump administration said uh, is a proxy for the military and their technology is used uh, by the Chinese intelligence and military to spy on Americans. These are former senior Republicans and Democrats from the Senate and House who are getting paid large sums of money, in some cases a million dollars a year to lobby on behalf of these reprehensible companies. And these companies, you followed the thing on the 5G Yes. Okay. 5G ready to roll out. We've done all kinds of testing. Uh, the companies had time to to talk to the FCC, tell us what you need. The FCC listened to them, gave them, I think, double what they were asking for in bandwidth yeah. to protect our flights. And then suddenly, as it's getting ready to roll out, they say, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I talked to the FCC commissioner and I said, I think this is I think this is the Biden administration and others saying no, stall that because it only helps Huawei and hurts us. Right. If we can't roll it out across Europe, well, they're going to go with China. Right. And all of our information, everything, it's all about data collection with China. Yes. Correct. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. Um, you know, the future in technology is artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And what experts will tell you is what matters in artificial intelligence is data. data. And China is the OPEC of data. Part of it is because they have so many people. Part of it is they have this intrusive state so they can collect data on whatever they want. Part of it is they collect data on Americans through TikTok and through these other, uh, you know. Could you please explain this? Because I'm going to play this to my kids because my kids roll their eyes when I'm like, it's Chinese. Right. Don't do TikTok. Don't look at it. Don't open the app. Get rid of TikTok. And they think I'm crazy. Yeah, no, I mean, TikTok is a uh, uh, Chinese-owned, controlled company, and uh, TikTok censors. I mean, there are people that have put up sort of uh, anti-CCP statements about human rights abuses. TikTok takes them down. They shut them down, uh, and they allow other political content. So, you know, the, the thing people have to understand is that if you are a major player in China, meaning a major company, you are fused to the state completely and entirely because that is the way Xi has changed this country Uh, it used to be that way but it was softer over the last 10 years with Xi he is moving in a direction where they are fused together and what he has said Glenn repeatedly I mean it's not you don't have to try to figure it out by divining the tea leaves what he said repeatedly and bluntly is that the technological race with the United States is a war and China intends to win the war and they are right now. they are and the to achieve the commanding heights in his words in this war he wants to win the battle of artificial intelligence so what's so what's happening glenn what's happening is google and microsoft i talk about this detail in the book uh, are financially supporting and providing technical support to research labs in china that are known to be entirely fused with the chinese military so you have Two of America's most powerful technological companies aiding and abetting Beijing in their competition with us. Microsoft, Microsoft, maybe you think, need to think about this here, Glenn. Microsoft accepts interns from the People's Liberation Army. I mean, it's insane. 
you know, the notion that they would wander around, it's, it's just unbelievable. And this is the mindset of Silicon Valley. They don't care. They don't feel that they are, you know, particularly American. For them, it's all about the technology. And we are allowing them to do this. We are allowing them to undermine us. Tonight, 9 o'clock, Blaze TV, my Wednesday night special. We lay it all out on the chalkboard. It's uh, jaw-dropping. Back with more with Peter in just a second. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Let me tell you about American Financing. I've known these people for a very long time. They do not work for the banks. They don't take money from the banks. Uh, they don't try to talk you into a loan because they're all salary. They, don't, they really don't care. Um, they, and they really want to help you get the right loan. They have turned Stu away because Stu's always working on some sort of scheme. Uh, you know, yep. and, it's, hey, uh, fact uh, check true. I may got a book coming out about me soon. I, I <laughs> look, I met some guy named Vinny. He's, he <laughs> gives loans out of the trunk of his Cadillac. Can you beat this? Uh, no, go ahead and go ahead. Do business with Vinny. Um, they want to make sure that you're in the right loan and it's not going to collapse you if things change. Right now, if you refi your mortgage, you're going to not only save a buttload of money, you're also going to skip up to two months of mortgage payments, close in as little as 10 days. And by the way, you don't have to go anywhere. They come to you. They come to your house so you can sign all the documents. AmericanFinancing.net. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn for 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV today. This is the Glenn Beck program. We, we have an amazing update from CNN that we have to pass on. Breaking news. Uh, this is from the head of CNN, Jeff Zucker. He says, as part of the investigation into Chris Cuomo's tenure at CNN, I was asked about a consensual relationship with my closest <laughs> colleagues, someone I've worked with for more than 20 years. I acknowledge the relationship evolved in recent years. I was required to disclose it when it began, but I didn't. I was wrong. Yeah. As a result, I am resigning today. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Now, <laughs> this, this think is... of the body count. Oh, yeah. I wonder how this information came out, too. Can't you see one of Cuomo oh, yeah. intentionally oh, with, with knowledge of this and pissed off he got fired? I don't know. I mean, that's speculation on my part. Um, but now what is not speculation is the Cuomos have now brought down Andrew Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, uh, the president CEO of CNN, the head of the human rights campaign and Time's Up. And by the way, the person he had an affair with who is the i believe the chief marketing officer of cnn is a former andrew cuomo aide turned cnn executive oh my gosh <laughs> this is it's a, a cesspool it man. is a cesspool i don't it's know how a cesspool to... how did we not have or at least be offered sex when we were i know there, we right? got nothing they we just were all disgusted with us, us. <laughs> just like, like everywhere else we go it's I weird i know there's an advantage to being ugly yeah. and conservative yeah. you just don't get those kinds of offers i guess uh peter Swiser is with us peter let me stay on the media here for a second yeah have you seen the latest from the new york times what specifically uh, that it, you uh, it's it's translated into Chinese all the stories. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. And it doesn't surprise me because all these major news outlets are screaming to get into China. Some of them are owned, of course, like Disney owns ABC News. Uh, they're eager to open up more theme parks and, and their films. You cannot count on the media, major media outlets, I think, to do coverage on China because they're so desperate to get in there and do business. So why is that part of the reason why no one will expose the corruption in Washington and in Silicon Valley? Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, what they used to call in the Cold War days a mutual non-aggression pact. Mm. So you've got major Republicans, major Democrats. So, of course, you're not going to have Mitch McConnell call call out Joe Biden's family ties to China because obviously people would ask questions about his. Certainly, I think the Biden ones are much more troubling than uh, McConnell's are. But he's the commander in chief. I mean, it puts it puts Afghanistan into question. Right. I mean, that we gave the airport to China. Yeah. Our what billion dollar airport we handed to China. Uh, that was convenient. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the the idea of just even the Olympics. It just the, the, the question of the origins of the covid virus. Yes. You know that that he says that, oh, I've I've asked President Xi about this. Um, of course, they won't release the transcripts. And now some of his aides have come out from the White House saying, no, we don't recall that ever coming up in the conversation. To me, the origins of the COVID virus are like a basic fundamental question we all in the United States want answered. A million people have died. It's shut down the economy. The people that don't want that question answered are these elites that are tied in with Beijing. In the U.S. House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, who I lay out her family's ties as well, since January of 2020, when COVID started, Glenn, she has refused to allow a single congressional hearing to even discuss the origins of COVID. Was it a lab leak? Was it man-made? Was it just, you know, something that naturally occurred? She won't even allow a congressional hearing on that very basic question. Well, they said that uh, Donald Trump was a racist when he was saying it's right. China. Right. It, it is so clearly at least very, very, very possible. I mean, I think to the point to where, you, I mean, you're a moron if you don't think that we should just at least really look into it. Right. Um, and they, I mean, they immediately all dogpiled on Donald Trump. Right. The, the just the, the trade uh, barrier that Trump put up I mean, I am not for tariffs. Right. And I talked to the president at the time, the first time we had spoken in like three years. Mm -hmm. uh, And he called me and I said, uh, you know, I am not a fan of trade barriers, but China is a different story. They are an enemy. And he said, they're our biggest enemy. Right. Our biggest enemy. And he's really the first national leader in the United States that has said that. We've had this consensus among Republicans and Democrats, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, you name it. The idea that if we just give them open access to our markets, we give them access to our capital, we give them access to our technology, they're going to become more like us, Glenn. That, that was the consensus. Was that ever true? Ever true? No, no. It, it, it has been catastrophically incorrect and wrong. Now, nobody's held an account for it, but, but everybody knows that now. The problem is people st- st- keep clinging to this idea. They call it engagement. Well, we need to have engagement with China. What they mean by engagement is give them access to our capital and our technology. And that's what China wants. 
the the what they're looking for from these elites is not a robotic following of everything they want. If if you come out, if Pelosi comes out and condemns them for the Uyghurs or Joe Biden says, oh, the human rights are terrible. They don't care. Their strategic principle loosely translated to English is they want big help with a little bad mouth. And the little bad mouth, they understand to maintain viability and credibility. You have to criticize China from time time to time. The question is, are you going to do anything about the things they really care about, which is access to finance and access to technology? And as long as you don't do anything there, they're very happy. And that is exactly the posture of the Biden administration. We have people who were former defense secretaries. We have people in the Pentagon that have deep ties to China. Yes. Yeah. Again, can you imagine during the Cold War? Yeah. You've got uh, you've got uh, Bill Cohen, who is the former Secretary of Defense in the Clinton administration. He's now got a slew of retired generals, and in, in, including uh, uh, you know people that served in the uh, in the uh, Trump administration. Uh, that- Does this go to what was the guy's name who called? Uh, was it China? In, in the Trump administration, the Mattis, yeah. General Mattis, yes, General Mattis now works for the Cohen Group, and the so Cohen- that's why he when he called the Chinese and said, "Look, they're not going to." That's because he's on their payroll. Well, yeah. So we're probably talking about two di- different yeah, things. Different, yes, yeah. we're talking about two different things. But Mattis, yes, when he served in the Trump administration, was seen as more pro-China than others were. And when he left, he joined the Cohen Group, and the Cohen Group has all kinds of agreements in China business. They do, in fact, one of the things that defense. Uh, they 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 primarily helping Chinese state-owned companies hmm. capture foreign markets. Oh, they work man. with and for Chinese state-owned companies, helping them gain markets overseas. And I quote from a meeting uh, that was published in the Chinese media of Bill Cohen meeting with the Chinese official on this and saying, yes, we're eager to help you expand your market reach around the world. And these are Chinese state-owned companies, the big mega corporations. I think you're thinking of Millie, by the way. Yes. Millie. Yeah, Millie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Millie. Anything on Millie do you know of? No, okay. nothing that I've seen on Millie. But, but it's a problem with a lot of retired generals, former CIA. They go to these consultancies, Glenn. A lot of former secretaries of state have, have them. Condi Rice has one. Madeleine Albright has one. And they all do deals in China. Madeleine Albright, 40% of her business is doing business in China. It is. It is IBM during the Holocaust. It is. Absolutely. I mean, especially Google and Facebook. They know that every bit of technology they help them with is helping China round people up to kill them or to sterilize them or to re-educate them or to make them literally into a state slave. They know it. Yeah. They know it. Yeah. Is there no one that has a conscience? There's a few. There's a few um, people that are uh, probably a little less well-known. Peter Thiel, for example, uh, he was one of the co-founders of PayPal guy. and yeah. others. Uh, he's been outspoken and has called out uh, these big tech companies for doing this. I don't know if that makes him less popular among those titans. It probably does. Uh, I, I'm forgetting his name right now. The, the founder of DocuSign, which, of course, a lot of people have been using, uh, has been critical of cooperation with China. And there are a few others, but all the big ones, Bill Gates of Microsoft, 
Microsoft neck deep in China. Uh, he's trying to help China build nuclear reactors that have military application. Uh, he is invested in a company called BYD, along with Warren Buffett, by the way. Uh, BYD develops technologies that are applied to Chinese missiles, their launch technology, which, of course, the missiles are targeted at the United States. Uh, this is the sort of thing that's going on, and there's no accountability, and nobody is challenging them on it, and we need to change that. Uh, by the way, I don't know if I know you know this, but didn't Biden just pardon uh, some university professors that were caught up in China and right there were some charges dropped yes yeah yeah there were some that that uh had lied if you're a researcher receiving federal money uh for research at a university in the technology field you're required to disclose if you have any foreign contracts mm -hmm. and obviously they're concerned most about russia and china uh and these individuals these professors did not they lied on these forms and that's a big deal this is not like getting your birthday wrong i mean this is a big well, deal i mean Unless it's with China, apparently, because then you can have the charges dropped. Correct. Correct. The charges have been dropped. Uh, so this creates, uh, in my mind, open season uh, for these researchers. And unfortunately, a lot of them don't feel moored to the United States to where, no, I want to help my country succeed in this tech race. So I'm not going to help China. A lot of them act like hired guns uh, and they're they're willing to do it. And the universities themselves are increasingly taking foreign donations from lots. Yes, so lots of money from Chinese. These are Chinese oligarchs linked to the CCP. They founded, you know, state-backed companies like Alibaba. They're sending hundreds of millions of dollars to college campuses. And the universities are required by federal law to say, we got a foreign donation from China. But they either don't disclose it or the, the Chinese, you know, titans, you know, set up an entity in California and make the donation pretending that it's not actually coming from china so you have universities that are hiding the fact that they're getting money with strings it's attached insane. from beijing and we need to call them out all right so a huge chalkboard tonight with peter Schweizer. he has a new book out it is called red-handed um it's i mean there are so many things to worry about but china is the new model for us and if we don't get our people out of business with China, it, we're either going to be under our own kind of uh, totalitarian regime or we'll be under a Chinese totalitarian regime. The stakes have never been higher. Tonight, we're going to show you what happened and give you some of the highlights of his uh, new book and also what can we do about it. It's important. There are things. Remember, Peter has Peter has had Congress change laws about them. Uh, all it requires is people to know about it and to stand up. And this is, I think that would you agree this is treason in yes. some cases? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's a pretty big charge, and uh, he'll prove it tonight. At 9 o'clock, only on blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save on your subscription. Thank you, Peter. Appreciate it. Judith wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, I started taking Relief Factor about two months ago. Stuff is fantastic. It has helped me so much. In addition to my arthritis, I have a lot of other aches and pains throughout my body. And it's been a miracle worker for me. It's given back my vitality. 
It took weeks to start working, but boy, it was worth it once it did. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. And always remember, Jesus loves you. Judith, thank you. And he does. I mean, and it's surprising, isn't it? He's like, really? You're like, he loves that person too? Yeah, apparently so. Three-week quick start developed for you. $19.95, a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it. They've taken it. And they see a difference. That's why 70% go on to order more month after month. Relieffactor.com. Go there now or call 800 for the number four relief. 800 the number four relief. 1995 three week quick start developed just for you. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. The Glenn Back Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. This is the Glenn Beck Program. With everything that is going on, you can see that the center will not hold if we don't have a center. Uh, and center doesn't mean political center. No. It means being centered in, in reality, in reality. In good things, in decency, in empathy, in all of those things. That's what we need to work on as all the, individuals. All the basic things are being turned around. I was reading a story the other day, Glenn, where they were talking about uh, dating. And now, uh, as, as you and I, uh, we're, we're quite a ways away from dating at this point in our lives. Even if we were single. Yeah, there, be, yeah no one would be dating us. But yeah. apparently, uh, as you may know, a lot of people use the intranets now for, hmm. for their dating. And hmm. they, they use these apps. The superhighway. Yeah. And they're explaining this. This is a fascinating take on this because everyone is on the apps now. And that's the only way you do it. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because it's, there's an, a rec- recording of consent, Right. The person is consenting to you through a digital device and giving you a digital consent that, yes, we want to talk. And then they describe the other side of this, the old school way, the way everybody as of 10 years ago met whoever they married. And that's now seen as like the creepy thing, right? You're you're going up to someone, you're flirting with them, you you have some other expectation while you're talking to them about work or whatever, and it's crazy. that's now presented as the whole thing has, has been, been reversed. Flipped. Everything is going to be reversed. Everything is going to be reversed. For instance, I've always thought that it was the right thing and it would be successful in business if you keep your nose clean. We're finding out now from CNN, <laughs> Zucker has just uh, stepped down because he was having an affair with somebody in Cuomo's office. Yeah. And that's why they were protecting yeah. the other Cuomo. On CNN many, for so long. How many times did we ask that question? Why are they protecting Cuomo? Because Why are they protecting Cuomo? Well, he knew about this. We need the dirt on people. Yes. The, unfortunately, we don't know anybody. They all hate us. Yeah. So we can't get crap. Anybody have any dirt on anybody powerful <laughs> that we could use? This is the Glenn Beck Program.